Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Extra Point Podcast in 2019. We are so excited to be back after our Christmas week break. We missed you all. We hope you missed us. We've got a jam-packed episode. We're going to talk the NFL wildcard, give you our predictions. We're going to go NFL awards a few weeks early and give you our predictions. We're going to give you the best bets for the wildcard weekend. You know that. You know you got to lock those in because we're hot lately. We're going to defend the wall. We're going to do it all. We're going to talk the college football national championship. We're going to get to it all. But first, boys, happy new year. How you doing? Fantastic. Glad to be back after a little hiatus, a little break. I, I know. It felt, me. it felt weird not doing an episode for a week. I, I, I really felt like a part of my life was missing. Um, yeah, I but really... I, I figure anything in life that you – do 51 out of 52 times it's pretty good it's a pretty good percentage yeah. 51 out of 52 is not bad I would, we're I would take that i would take that as a batting average yeah yeah i, 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 would, I would take i would take 970 you know 970. i'd i'd even go out on a limb and say i would take that as a winning percentage on the sports books call me crazy yeah that would be that i'd take that be. for a GPA. <laughs> yeah <laughs> if that was my winning percentage on the sports books we wouldn't be here. We would be. We would be making lots yeah. of money. Boys. We would be in whatever island that we just purchased. <laughs> I'm yeah. just waiting for someone. Imagine if if someone can create something where you can. I don't know. This is like a trippy thought, but like you can predict the future if that is at all somehow possible. If someone can harness that, some scientist, then money would no longer be an object because you could literally. Like that person, whoever it was, and if more people got that, then you could f- bet on any game and win. That's how I think I have it, and turns out I don't. But you like, know, I, that's that's like I guess it's not possible. I don't know. I, I don't think it's possible. I definitely don't think it's possible. But it would be very nice. Then you'd have to. You'd have to. Uh, well, no, no bookies would make money then, because <laughs> there'd be no one to take bets. <laughs> yeah, there'd be no one exactly. No one would take bets because everyone would be winning. Well, until the person caught on, you just gotta keep quiet. I'm just waiting for some genius motherfucker to make some type of algorithm that just genuinely hits like 75 percent of the time. Apparently, one of my one tested, of my... proven, like. Thousands upon thousands of, you know, yeah. games I done. Hit, like, I need to hit up my boy. He's really, really smart. It's like one of his good friends I've golf with. He created his own algorithm, which has apparently been very successful. I, I have his number. I need to hit him up. He said he's like dumb smart. For what? Like, what for? I believe it's for. Um, Please NFL. tell me baseball. Damn it! There's only 16 games. I don't know. Baseball. It, it, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, we, we may have them for multiple sports. This kid's like he's 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 really quite bright. Like, All right, good. Uh, NBA and and MLB first. I think it, it may it may have been NBA also, <laughs> but he, I don't know his exact record, but it was. He said it, my friend wouldn't bullshit me on this. He he was he was like this kid knows his stuff, and I I met him. I golf with him. I'm like, he's like a humble smart kid. He's not like, he doesn't need to show yeah. off that he's smart. He's just like. So maybe we can get him on, maybe, and maybe he can share his algorithm or something and make us all rich. Yeah, hey, we'll, we'll I, just, I'll we'll just, you. we'll do, we don't want to share the intellectual property. You know, we'll just, we'll just transfer the picks to you guys and. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, that's probably the more. The you'll more you'll trust us, and and everyone will die millionaires and billionaires. I'll be happy. 
Yeah, I would be very happy, especially after the holidays. It's tough, you know. Money, money's pretty tight right now, but you know, we're still, yeah. we're still trying. Well, luckily, to you out. got you got Valentine's Day coming up, so you don't have to spend any money there. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I, I, I oddly enough, I, I got. I just had obviously Christmas. I have my girlfriend's birthday at the end of um, this month, and then I have Valentine's Day. So like, fuck me. See, yeah, I, I, I share a birthday with my girlfriend the week before Valentine's Day. So oh, yeah, my, mine's two days before Valentine's Day. That's a, that's a, do you guys even do gifts? For, it, I mean, let me tell, yeah, but let me tell you, if my ass doesn't hit on the Super Bowl, it's a real rough month. A lot of ice <laughs> soup and ramen. Yeah. A, lot's riding so on, a lot is riding on the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl is so usually, true. like, it's on my birthday or, like, it goes between six days before my birthday and my birthday. Um, so... You know, this year it, it falls a few days, two or three days before my birthday, so I'm going to need a you win. You just have to bet on the Super Bowl. <laughs> if you don't bet, you have to bet on it. If you don't bet, you have to play boxes. If yeah. You, you normally bet, you have to bet more. It's yeah, just how need, it is. Yeah. If you you're not wagering a single everything. penny on the Super Bowl, like, get out of my face. Uh, office box counts, like, some, anything, anyway. Yeah, yes, just, just, just get involved somehow. Yeah, like, I'm bet on what color the fucking halftime work, singers... Like, bra is gonna be like i don't give a shit bet on something yeah you definitely bet on the coin up. flip bet on the gatorade yeah you anything know. bet on the star spangled banner if you will okay that bitch last year did not go long enough i think what the over under on that was like 202 it was like 146 and she yeah. hit the last note i'm like oh she's gonna need bigger lungs for me to get this one so uh, how about the year i think it was Two years ago or three years ago? Fucking Lady Gaga. And she sang the anthem, I guess, too quick because the end of the anthem was supposed to be timed with a flyover. So I had the under. She sang the anthem, said the word brave, ended. The flyover didn't happen yet. And then she paused for like two seconds, said brave again for like five seconds as the flyover happens and it hits the over. And they people. and they we, graded we, it as the over. Have, we bet we bet on one. Who's the country guy that did it? What if it's Falcons Patriots? We hit that over. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Who was fu- that? Some uh, Luke Bryan. Guy. Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan. I think. Luke Bryan. Yeah. Luke but, Bryan yeah, is I, the man I can get behind. He's the man. I, yeah. Fuck <laughs> Lady Gaga. <laughs> and they, I couldn't believe they graded it as an over. Like fuck you. They probably just looked at the books and were like, oh well, if we say it hit the over, then we'll make. Two hundred thousand dollars more. So guess what? It hit the over. Yep, that's that's a that's fucking exactly bookie's dream because they yeah. hold all fucking final calls. It's yeah, terrible. And they always. Well, let's win. get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. We got to get into it. We're gonna get right into the eight openings for NFL head coaches right now. We got the Browns, the Packers, the Jets, the Broncos, the Dolphins, the Bucks, and the Bengals. Oh, and the Cardinals. There's number eight. Who's going where, guys? Are we seeing... There's been rumors Harbaugh might be coming back to the NFL. You know, there's rumors Arians might be returning to the NFL to coach the Browns. Josh McDaniels might be headed somewhere. Do you think any of those eight positions will be filled by any one of the other seven coaches just fired? Or fired this year? Yes. 100%. Mike McCarthy's getting a job. Mike McCarthy's getting a job. Outside of McCarthy, do you think there's anyone, though? This year. Not to, a head well, coaching I job. I, I probably not because those coaches did so bad. Like if we want to get down to it, Todd Bowles, five wins, five wins, four yeah. wins. 
Vance Joseph, awful. Uh, you know, Hugh Jackson, worst coach in the history of ever. Steve Wilkes is coming off three wins. You know, he'll probably take a coordinator job. Uh, who else was fired? I was like, what, five? Cutter. Cutter, Dirk Cutter. Cutter. yeah, Dirk Cutter. Dirk Cutter is not getting a job. He's going to go back to college. He's going to go work yeah. for the I No, I heard he just got an interview with someone for their offensive coordinator position. Maybe no, the Falcons? Yeah, if anything, it'll be an the offensive Falcons, coordinator. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the Falcons just fired all three coordinators. Yeah. Yeah, and so Kevin I think they're keeping Quinn. Smith. That makes they're, sense. They're, they're keeping, oh, I mean Quinn, right? They're keeping Quinn? Yeah, yeah. which makes sense. I mean, he, he. I think he might be the problem. <laughs> considering, I, I don't know considering how, I, how I don't know. I, the, I mean, he made that Super Bowl, so he's got a little more leniency. Especially but coming he, made from the a, same, he made the same mistake in that Super Bowl as he did in the Super Bowl with the Seahawks. Yeah, but... All uh, you have to do is run the ball. He didn't run the ball twice, and he I lost know. two Super that, Bowls. That was, that was bad, but... but Someone who I think is going to get a job, I hope gets a job, is Jim Caldwell because his his record is very impressive. If you look at it, really, he got a raw deal last year when they got he came off a nine and seven season, three out of four winning seasons with the Lions, and then gets the boot. That really didn't make sense to me last year, and I would love for the Jets to pick up Caldwell. I think he definitely will get one of those spots. Whether I could see him maybe even like with the Bucks or something because he's a stable. I think his he's like fifteen games over five hundred, like. There's not many available coaches with winning records other than like McCarthy, really. Like, and and look what Patricia did with that Lions team. Like, they were trash. Yeah, they had they had talent. They had a lot of talent. Yeah, the Lions were really bad this Stafford year. Stafford had a down year. I mean, there's there's blame to be placed. But think about it. They got the running game for the first time ever in Carryon Johnson. He missed a few games, but still, I mean, Carryon Johnson ripped it apart. You had you had him. Stafford really didn't have a year, but like. The pieces are there on offense. I mean, and then they trade away Tate, and then, you know, Marvin Jones went on IR at the end of the year. But they, they even up to that point, they weren't even mediocre. So it was just like, I don't know, it, pretty much of a bust year. I thought they could win eight or nine games. Would they win yeah. six, five? I think they five. Six. I, think, yeah. I, think they, I think they eked out six with the last okay. one of the year. I've heard rumor of um, the Jets – planning to make Jim Harbaugh an offer that he can't refuse. I love yeah. it, too. I love it. I love that, it. I think that would be good. I think it might be tough to get him to leave Michigan, especially with Urban gone, leaving Ohio State. I think if any time was his time to put Michigan over Ohio State, it'd be now, and I think he wants to do that, so that might be tough, but, I mean, the money's going to be better in the NFL, obviously, so. The thing is, um, the thing is, if it's if the NFL's there now, it's going to be there next year. Um, you know, oh, it might yeah, not be the absolutely. Jets' job. I just think, given his background with Michigan, like he definitely feels like he has unfinished business there. I feel if there's ever a job he's not going to like walk away from when that the first sign of adversity or the first opportunity to leave, it's that job. Mm. Yeah, uh, no, you're right. Agree. That's the thing. He's like that. He's so he's so attached to Michigan that it's like. That, that's going to be very tough to have. Well, I think him. the Jets' job is oppor- uh, is appetizing to him for like three reasons. One being expectations have been so low based on where they're coming from, you can really only go up. Two, Sam Darnold really showed us towards the end of the year that he is, you know, he is a great potential future quarterback. So, um, you know, aside from the last game of the year, he was ripping it up. Like, saw a lot of progress from it. And three, 
it's if it would take a market like New York to bring Harbaugh over. I think he would really embrace New York, like mm-hmm. not like Rex Ryan did in a different way, but he would love the attention and the media. He would that, like, he would get like he would get a similar amount of like he would become a similar figure in the city. Like he would be yeah, on. He would. He just wouldn't be as obnoxious. He would be. Yeah, but he'd be he'd be getting endorsements. He'd be yeah doing a lot. So that would you'd see him around a lot more. That would be very lucrative for him beyond the contract. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's made thirty million dollars in four years. I know. I mean, it's very true. Very true. He's had eight million dollars from I don't even know what it's remember. It's a Creative Space Fund or some shit like that. Eight million dollars. What the fuck does that mean? He's really setting. A new standard for coaches. I mean, all power to him. But I'd take Caldwell. I'd take Harbaugh. I mean, they have this... Who's this This Cliff... What is it? Kingsbury guy or something? Yeah. I, the guy from Texas Tech? I don't know. Apparently, he's worked with Mahomes and Baker and... Who's the other one? Another quarterback that's had success, so... Another college coach, though. Um, Kelly from Notre Dame. Allegedly is going to get some offers from some... Or interviews, at least, from some NFL team. Teams, which, I'm biased. I, I mean, need anything Notre Dame, so I don't want him. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want him either. Coach. Yeah. yeah. He also just seems like a soft guy to me. Like he definitely does. He doesn't seem like somewhat like I feel like college coaches kind of like or college players would kind of like appreciate that because he's still at that age, supposed to be somewhat of a father figure to these guys. But like, I feel like guys in an NFL locker room, like a you know 32 year old linebacker, would be like, "Shut up, Brian." Yeah, shut up, I have, I have breaking news. <laughs> what? Breaking news not related to um, football. The Undertaker just died. <gasps> what? No. No. What do you mean? Oh, my God. I just got played. Wow. Oh, I'm so sorry. Wow. Okay, Nick sent it in a chat, and it says, and he literally just said I played myself. It says, it peacefully passed by a home. Who the fuck would say that? Oh my god, dude! I Yo. was just taking yeah. him back. Sorry, but like I, was, I, I, I jumped the conclusion. I jumped the conclusion, but it says peacefully passed. You know, normally when you see a picture person, something they say they peacefully passed. It's not by a home. Like, what loser wrote this? That was devastating. It's the from the best damn wrestling page ever. Let's put them out of fucking business. This is this is horse manure. My heart just sunk for a minute. I well, I, I'm <laughs> not a wrestling person. I thought that that was information I needed to. Uh, you know, give to you. That guys. is, that's oh, like, guys. that's like a borderline, like if, if that's borderline. Sports Center's got to do a a breaking news or interrupting this program to let you know. Yeah, so I, let I, you know that the Undertaker has I actually. Apologize, died. But the good news is the Undertaker is still alive. Still alive, uh, confirmed. Still alive. Don't. He's still alive. <laughs> and I have a question for you guys on a controversial coaching firing, which I actually am in the minority for. Um, no pun intended. Um, a lot of people were very upset with Steve Wilkes firing. I would like to hear how you thought about it. I really, I get the one year thing is kind of a cheap raw deal, but I, I really didn't see much of a problem with it. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I just don't, yeah, you, you can see the argument in general in any situation where you give the guy more than one year. That's just kind of a general like feeling around a, a job in that in that especially in that setting, but like you act like he's the first guy to lose his job after one year. The Raiders fired like six fucking coaches after one year, and no one said shit. Yeah, and the thing to me is, 
I mean, people don't realize, low-key, the Cardinals had a nice year last year with Arians. They were 8-8, eight and eight, which isn't great, but they were 8-8 eight and eight with Drew Stanton and Blaine Gabbard as their quarterback. They went 5-4 and four down the stretch. So yeah. you're, you're bringing in Blaine Ga- I mean, you're bringing in um, Josh Rosen, who obviously needs work, and the offensive line was, was poor, but you're bringing him in. There's no way he, he's worse than Drew Stanton and Blaine Gabbard. And maybe that's a testament of how good a coach Bruce Arians is, but I mean... The defense was ranked 26. You got Buda Baker. You got, um, you know, Hassan Reddick. You got Patrick uh, Peterson. You got Chandler Jones. You know, I mean, that defense is so talented. Like, that's got to be a top 10, 12 defense at worst. They were last against the run. And Wilkes is a defensive guy, although he's not the coordinator. Like, I don't know. I, I re- Like, sometimes you need to produce, and he just didn't produce. You to go me, eight wins to three wins, and they had Dave, they lost Matthew. I get Tyron Matthew, but they added their best player, arguably back, not our, probably their best player in David Johnson. They lost him the whole year last year. To me, you have to convince me that. Give me another reason other than he only had one year. If that's your only argument, then that's a bullshit argument, because he he's one of hundreds who have been dealt that same hand before, and there are guys that had better seasons than him that lost after one year. Well, if we if we I don't know if we want to get into it. It's a little deeper, but if we if the other reason why a lot of people are upset is the amount of African American or you know of course it's about race. People have come out and said that they they're upset because it's a black coach. Yes, but like when you go down the list, like like the coaches they just didn't perform. Like you don't see Anthony Lynn getting fired or or even Mike Tomlin because they've had proven success. Yeah, so like like Anthony Lynn should be in in. In the category for coach of the year, in my opinion, he's, I think he's a fantastic coach. Absolutely. How about I didn't? I don't hear them wondering why Marvin Lewis had a job for the last four fucking yeah, Mar- years. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, sixteen years, not a one playoff win. I don't think he's an awful coach, but he's, not he's certainly coach. not fucking he's, good. And he certainly didn't deserve to have that job. And, no. and Hugh Jackson being what was it, three and thirty? Three thirty-two and one, I believe. Three thirty-two and one. He kept his job over zero and sixteen. And the I fact mean, that the fact that the Browns, like people were saying, oh, he's not the problem, he's not the problem, and then when he gets fired, the Browns win five of their last. He one, was literally games. the yeah. only problem. He was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I, I, and oh, actually, I do think there's a good chance Hugh Jackson gets that Bengals job. Marvin Lewis is endorsing him, so that is another possible. Marvin Lewis actually is the one who could get a job, but I think he'll probably take a year off. Yeah, I think um, he'll take a year off by choice. I, yeah, I think he'll take a year off, but. You know, like the thing is, like it's not it's not a knock on minority coaches or that like they just like it's just they didn't have success and like like I said, I I'd, I'd love Jim Caldwell to be the the, the Jets coach because I believe he's a good coach, but just like players, if you don't produce, you get cut, you get demoted. Like same thing with coaches, GMs. I wish they had more accountability there, but like it's just you got to produce or or the people, the fans are gonna be mad and. Your job is going to be on the line, like in any industry. If you don't oh, yeah. do your job, you're, you're you're losing your company money. Why are they going to pay you? Absolutely. And I mean, we'll obviously talk more about this as it develops. I mean, this was a pretty big week, like we said. Eight coaches getting fired. They're referring to it, you know, Black Monday, as always. But it's tough. It's tough seeing all these coaches get fired. You got a quarter of the league gonna have new coaches next year, and I feel maybe- like that's always the number, though. It's always like six to seven. It is, but you think, and you gotta think maybe Eight is be, a lot, though. Eight maybe, is a lot. maybe is there gonna be even more after this? Do you know, does anyone, do, do we see anyone retiring? 
after the end of the season? Any coaches think, retiring at the end of the season? I mean, maybe your boy Tommy. That's what I, you know, that's that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking if this, uh, they get bounced in the first round. I wouldn't be surprised well, well, if you who, see well, uh, both the, of them go. Well, Peterson is. I mean, Peterson is staying. Nagy is in a Nagy's. Oh, Nagy. Nagy should win Coach of the Year. Actually, Nagy McVeigh is in. Obviously. Um, who else is in the NFC? Carroll just signed an extension. Carroll signed the extension. I think he did a great job this year. Even Obviously, though- we know that Jerry is going to re-sign, is going to give an extension to Dak and Jason Garrett. Yeah. So <laughs> Thank God. Especially, that. especially after their cigar. I don't know, Jones. They're, I mean, I, I, I'm higher on Dak than I am Jason Garrett for sure. I'll say that. That's yeah. fine. I can yeah. have him. It, Obviously, obviously, Andy Reid's not going anywhere. Andy Reid. I don't think Bill's going anywhere this year because really a lot of the controversies did die down, but I do think it'll be Gronk's last year, and I do think... Yeah, I don't think Gronk... I don't think we see Gronk play I mean, I said it very early in the year. I said, this guy looks like a shell of himself. I don't know who in the chat said it. I was like, what are you smoking? But, like, I mean, it, it's clear. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it's he, painful to watch him play. Like he, he, he is not himself at all. And it's like... Even throughout the season, obviously, Brady had nowhere near the season he did last year. He's declined. But he has shown at least signs of having great games. He's thrown for over 300 yards. He's had three, four touchdown games. He's shown, even if it was against bad teams, he's still shown he can play quarterback at an elite level. But he hasn't been an elite quarterback this year. You know what no. I mean? So that's no, what's yeah, good he, there. He, is he, like, definitely, for- he, definitely, he definitely fell off the elite thing fast. And I think – but I think – I mean, we, we've seen – this before where the Patriots play like shit in the regular season and then turn it on in January and surprise everybody and I mean let's be real none of us are going to be surprised if they make it to the Super Bowl I'll be surprised if they make it to the Super Bowl I I will be I won't because they have the home field and I could see the Chiefs they don't have home field though but I could see the Chiefs losing in the divisional round is what I'm saying well are, are we getting into that right now well, we got to talk about the wild card first. So. No, I mean, I mean the wild card, yeah, because because that that leads to yeah, exactly, yeah, playing. yeah. Let's get let's let's get into that now. We got the wild card matchups coming up this weekend. We got a rematch of a game from a couple weeks ago with the Chargers Ravens. We've got the Texans Colts, a nice AFC South divisional matchup. We have the Bears and who's Eagles. the Bears? Bears Eagles, and then other NFC matchup. Help me out. Cowboys, Cowboys Seahawks, which yes. I am. That's going to be the best game, game of the weekend. Best game of the weekend that's going to be. I wish both those teams could advance. I think they're both like old school football, smash mouth, run the ball, great defense. Well, good defense in Seattle. Pretty much great in uh, Dallas. Um, I don't know. Quarterbacks that really aren't turning it over much. Well, Dak fumbles, but um, I don't know. I like the Cowboys in this game at home. Dak and the boys play much better at home. The Seahawks are giving up 4.9 yards per carry to the opposing running backs. Um, going to feed Zeke a lot. You know, Cooper's getting separation, obviously, and Dak's been much improved with him. I really think, I think it'll be a good game, but I, I would like Dallas minus two there as well. I think it wouldn't be my best favorite pick, but I think, I think it'll be like a 23-20 game. Dallas wins. Seahawks could win. Chris Carson's been on fire. He's been running rampant like a workhorse, but. Um, I like Dallas at home. Their record at home is much, much vastly different. Yeah, no, I think that's going to be, I think, like I said, that's going to be the best game of the weekend. I 
think the Bears-Eagles is going to be another great game, though. I think the NFC matchups this weekend are much better than the AFC. I think that is a huge spread, though. Yeah, I would take points on the Eagles Eagles as well. Eagles with the points all day on that. Oh, my God. Six points, I mean, I don't think that – I mean, we've seen flashes of the Bears putting up a big uh, number of points in a game, but – not lately, you know what I mean? Like they beat what? They beat the Rams like fifteen to nine. They just won by what? Not even a touchdown last week. It's like you're not. I, I actually like the Bears in that game with that spread. Really? Yeah, the Bears are seven and one ATS at home this season, and I forget what the Eagles are, but they're like they're awful on the road ATS. Um, Foles is still he'll play, but he's still nursing that rib injury to an extent. Um, and that's not the most ideal place to have an injury for a quarterback. Um, I guess that's the one concerning thing for me that I kind of overlook. I mean, I'm I'm assuming Foles is healthy enough, but that 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 team with Foles, I mean, it's it's magical. I mean, I don't know how if they win this game, I don't know how they can say Carson Wentz is our quarterback going forward. He puts up great numbers, but he doesn't really hasn't produced when. I mean, last year, I mean, they were obviously great, but with Foles, it's a different, it's a different magic, different aura the team has. It's hard to describe, but like you see, just the way they use like Alshon Jeffrey, especially differently with him, they use him how he's supposed to be as a deep 50-50 ball guy. That's how he's supposed to use. Wentz wasn't using him as that. Wentz was using him on slants and you know and screens and like not even using him the right way. Alshon Jeffrey's become a focal part of the offense. Um, like it, with those 50-50 balls, which is what he does. Josh Adams is a solid running back. Obviously, Zach Ertz had a historic year. Um, so I think I think they have the weapons, and Golden Tate's starting to find a home as a good slot guy. And then Aguilar is even having big games. He had two touchdowns last week. So it's like everyone's eating. I don't know. So I I, the, I just uh, let me correct my my numbers from before. The Bears are seven and one at home this season, nine and one ATS in their last ten home games, and five and zero oh ATS in their last five home games. Or nine and one ATS in their last ten games, and five and zero oh ATS in their last five home games. Wow. Wow. So that, but it's saying they're going to win by at least a touchdown. Correct. Pretty much. I mean, the the defense is good enough. There's no question defense there. But the Eagles, the Eagles defense hasn't been bad either. It, it's. I mean, it hasn't been against inferior competition. I would say, but it's been much much improved. Um, like even against the Rams, they looked pretty solid. So that was one game where they they showed um, they made golf look pretty bad. Oh, so the Eagles, the, the Eagles beat the Rams right by what? They like did. They, eight. It was a one. It was one score at the end. Right. Yeah. That's right. The Rams scored at the end to make it a one score. That's right. Yeah. So I think. I mean, the Redskins game was a joke. Like they shut the Redskins out. So oh like, yeah. Like that doesn't really. Don't know how much stock you put in that, but. The Redskins um, with Mark Sanchez for three quarters of the game. No, I mean, it, was, it was. It was. It was. Wait, was it him? No, that was the Mark Sanchez game. Oh yeah. The no, game. they they that played them the twice. Game. I think at the last. No, they because they played them twice in the last few weeks. Right, yeah, but the first game... The, the first, first one was Sanchez, was the second one was Johnson. Right. Um, But, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked. If he, I think the Bears do win. I think they do win for sure, honestly. I, I, I'm pretty confident they win, but 
I don't know. I, I, I let's say I don't know. I'm crazy about either spread. To be honest, I, I don't know if I'm crazy about either spread. But I, I wouldn't bet against the Eagles with how they're playing with with Foles. That's the thing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I did I it last year. I did it last year. Oh, the Eagles are gonna lose the Falcons. The Eagles are gonna lose this game. Nope, nope, nope. Vikings, nope. They just kept going. <laughs> but then I realized, and I said they're gonna beat the Pats. I, I mean, finally, if I, I think, I think the Saints would have probably crushed them. Probably, but we don't know yeah. that because I would yeah, think so. Of course, of course. I thought the I'm Vikings. Rooting, I'm rooting for the well. Saints the this year. Lost by thirty. The Vikings went up seven nothing. Had that turnover, and then we know they lost like what forty something to ten. Yeah, I, I I'm, mean, I, Saints are the team I'm pulling for this year. Obviously, I don't. I don't have well. any rooting interest, but Drew Brees is Drew Brees deserves more than one Super Bowl, and he's earned it. Yeah, I think so too. I think the Saints, especially if the Patriots lose, I'll be pulling for the Saints. I'd be pulling for like a Saints Chiefs Super Bowl. That would be a good matchup. That would be a lot of fun to watch. No, what? But I don't want. I don't. Know, Patrick Mahomes might beat Drew Brees. Let's do like Saints. <laughs> That's true. Saints, Saints Chargers. Chargers is my yeah. Super Bowl prediction. Saints Chargers, and it'll be a but fucking. You like, I like Philip Rivers too. I would love Philip Rivers. Yeah, that's a lose. That's a win-win. I don't care. I would love that's either true. of them to win. That's true. Yeah, I like both guys. I mean, but then getting to the AFC, I mean, I I think the AFC ones are good too, and I have, I am guaranteeing something right now. You guys can make me do something. I don't know. I am guaranteeing the Colts beat the Texans this week. I've heard a lot of people on the Texans, and I don't understand it. The Colts are nine and one in their last ten. Nine. Wins and, and Andrew one Luck loss. has been playing out of his ass. He's so hot right. He's playing now. great, but uh, like nine wins and the Colts games. are the Colts are also five zero and one ATS in their last six games in Houston. Yeah, they oh, beat shit. them. They beat them by three a few weeks ago. <clears throat> um, Ty Hilton eats against them. He's gonna go off. He's he's had like three yeah hit, hit, hit the over. They've hit the over. Marlon Mack is running. Luck is playing great. The 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 O line is. He's been sacked eight times the last nine or ten games. They got the what's the what's the rookie linebacker who's going off? Um, is it Leonard? I'm trying to think of his name. Um, Darius Leonard, right? I think so. Yeah, That's his name, right? Yeah, like I he's like so. a tackling. He's a tackling machine. Everyone said that was the worst. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said yeah. running back, not linebacker. No, 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 no. You're thinking Fournette. No, yeah. When I said Leonard, no. Um, yeah, he's he's having an insane year. The defense is ve- is very solid. At the worst, very solid. I mean, I think this is a team. The Colts is a team that can make a run to the AFC Championship game. I really, I really do. And if they win, they'll play the Chiefs, and that won't be a very great matchup for them. But who knows? I mean, if they the do that, everyone's going to be on luck. Like everyone's going to be all about Andrew Luck all of a sudden. Like, yeah, I've, I've I mean, loved Luck every minute he was in the league. I thought he was way undervalued. I don't know how you can't. I mean, he did turn it over a bit, but he never had protection. Now that he has protection, exactly. you're, showing, you're He's seeing on how, fire. He can't how well stopped. he can do. Most quarterbacks do well, but it's like, obviously, how well are you going to do? And, I mean, do is he the MVP? No, he's not the MVP. Uh, Colin Coward, I think, is smoking something. I mean, Mahomes is 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns. And oh, almost, Mahomes is a lock for the yeah, MVP. Yeah, Mahomes, There's is, no Mahomes one is the done. guy. Yeah, yeah now he is. Especially Breeze struggling a couple times yeah, the last three or Bree, four yeah. games. Breeze kind of struggled by his standards. So, and they had great seasons in their own right. I mean, and Philip Rivers, they all did. But in other years, and many other years, I think Luck would probably win it, and Breeze would be a close second. But especially because of you know everyone on the Luck train now with the comeback player. But I mean. Mahomes' season is is just insane. No one's ever done that. 
He's the first quarterback to throw over 5,000 yards in both college and the NFL ever. And he wow. did it in his, and he did it in his second year, his first year playing in the NFL. Like it's insane. Like it's funny. I yeah. saw clips of Colin Coward freaking out how when they lost to the Chargers and how he sh- he shouldn't be compared to Dan Marino. Well, I mean I mean he's he's got the potential to be much better than Dan Marino. I mean, his ceiling is by far like he's going to win more Super Bowls than Dan Marino. Not saying he's better now, but I mean, how many Super Bowls did Dan Marino win? I mean, I know None. he's great, but zero. You, yeah, you want zero. zero. Yeah. yeah, I mean he he's great. I just think sometimes <laughs> I was like, people... is this is a trick question. <laughs> no, yeah, I think sometimes people overstate like Dan Marino, Joe Namath. Like, yeah, they were they were great. I mean, even though Joe Namath had a seventy three passer rating, he really wasn't great. But they're yeah, like, did yeah, you Mr. see him for the football? And I'm like, no, I wasn't born yet, but I saw his numbers and they were awful. So I don't really get that when people say that. But digressing, I, it's just. Like Colin always freaks out and thinks Mahomes like isn't great. Like I, I don't Mahomes know. Is I don't... Great. Mahomes is one of the most fun quarterbacks. Electric. That's quarterbacks like Nick Wright said it. Nick years. Wright said it, and I never agree with Nick Wright. Fifty thousand, five thousand yards, fifty touchdowns. End of end of debate. That's it. Third third player ever to throw fifty touchdowns, and the other two are considered two of the top five quarterbacks ever. What is it? Is it Peyton and Brady? Peyton Brady. Like yeah. So, how are you, you? You're in good company. Like, and then I mean, you've got a guy who's like. Who's in other company like that with um, this year a little off topic here, but Baker throwing the most touchdowns by a rookie ever. Yeah, like right up there with Russell Wilson and another guy. Uh, Colin Peyton always Kenton. just shits on. Colin just always shits on Baker for every move that he does out of line, and Baker is going to be a stud. Baker's going to be the uh, obviously right now. He I think it's safe to say he was the best quarterback this year out of that draft, but I think he'll probably going forward be the best quarterback out of that draft you think He's better a, than, you think better than i don't put too much stock into first years i mean mayfield was good enough to the point where we know he won't be a bust i think he'll be a top 10 to 14 quarterback in the league somewhere but around he there. also he threw 20 what 27 touchdowns and he only did no he, he did like but i mean i wouldn't rule out eight. i wouldn't rule out I wouldn't rule out Sam Donald in that mix. No, no, you can't. But and even Josh Allen too is going to be a good and quarterback. And Josh Allen is running. He's a dual threat. Yeah, he's a dual threat. I mean, they all look. Even Lamar looks great. I mean, it's a lot of young talent. I think they're going to figure out Lamar, though. I think they're going to figure out Lamar, and they're going. Yeah, I'm not sold on Lamar for, yet. I've been saying that for so long, and I know Dave has too. And like he kind of just keeps proving people wrong, though. I mean, he's really and his maturity's his maturity's pretty impressive i must say the way he speaks the way he yeah about when they were like um i really liked what i heard say when about with with joe flacco and like about your team and he was like no it's not my team i'm not doing the blocking i'm not throwing i'm not i mean i'm not catching and you know blocking and like you know that's that's you know it's not i mean not the hardest to say but it was an easy question where you could stumble and you really excelled with it for a young guy um and i actually uh I have a good stat about Lamar Jackson here that Ryan Rosillo tweeted. It says, Lamar Jackson has averaged 17 carries per game in his seven-game stretch. Over a full season, that would be 272 carries, number two in the NFL behind only Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, that's, so, that, that's, I mean, that's the thing. is It's not sustainable to not get injured. That's, not, that's the yeah, one thing. Yeah, it's not. He's going to be like RG3. It's not sustainable. Like, it, it, he's injury-prone. He's, he, he's not injury-prone so far, but I feel like he needs to be. I mean, I feel like it's just bound to happen but yeah i mean we saw that we saw way, mo- way more impressive shit out of rg3 his rookie year we did you're right oh you're right but he was all he was the starter for the entire season was he not 
Yeah, but people were literally like anointing RG three the second coming of Christ. Like, yeah, oh, they were. Yeah. He's gonna be better than he's Michael Vick, but he can throw. Like, no, yeah, he's Lamar's just Lamar's fucking just, not. Uh, Lamar's just a much more talented runner, though, and he, that's where he's really making his. Yeah, he has. He's only thrown for one two hundred yard one game, two hundred yards. Sorry, but you're not winning ball games long term in the NFL. They don't because they, they have the, the, the best fucking defense in the league. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's like probably. I guess it's. Behind you the know game. what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah, it's, it's, it's top it's, no, top it's five defense. It's really good. I I know, but I mean, he's doing what it takes to win. If I and getting into the that game, I do, I like the Chargers in that game. I do I too. Free, I really free. I really Come do. On. And if and if in the if 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 the Ravens beat them and Lamar Jackson is a big part of the reason, well, I tip my fucking cap to him because. He continues to prove people wrong then, because I, I don't see how the the Ravens are going to win this game. I think the Chargers threw up a dud, awful play calling in that game. Um, I was working, but I saw it. They were they just didn't look like themselves. It didn't look like a game. It was a game they didn't need. Um, it was on a Saturday. Who knows? I think they're going to be much better prepared this time around. I mean, like one of their tight ends, Andrews, had like an 80 yard touchdown. I mean, yeah, and I think Philip knows this is you know this. Could be his last shot. Realistically, yeah, it is could be, his last could be shot. His, one of his last shots this and next year. Realistically, I mean, and Mahomes might only get better, honestly. So, you know, yeah, he's not I, in the I, best division. Melvin Gordon should play, I believe, and I know Hunter Henry's supposed to play now too, which is a huge addition. Which Hunter Henry had a very good year last year. He's a very talented tight end. You know, he'll be on a snap count limit, but Hunter Henry. You know who Stephen A. Smith thought was playing all year? That idiot. But um, you know he's making his. De- he's probably going to make his debut, and that definitely. I mean, Gates is reliable, but Gates and Henry splitting reps or even in two tight end sets that that definitely makes them a lot more dynamic. Gates is sure hands, but he's so slow. So yeah, slow. I agree. But, but Henry's just a dynamic. Another. Another. Yeah. Um, just another little thing they could do with bootlegs and in the seam i just think that that'll help them if you can contribute in some way in the passing game oh definitely but let's get into um let's give our picks let's give our best bets for these games this weekend i'll start off we'll do our usual spread and our over under i'm going to go actually something we don't usually do i'm gonna say screw the spread and i'm gonna say chargers money line take the chargers money line they're plus 130 good value there like they're probably not going to lose to the ravens twice they are getting three so if you want to play it safe take them plus three but they're winning this game sully just explained it to you chargers are going to win this game and i also like for my over under i like the over 48 and a half in the colts texans i think that's going to be one of the only games this wild card weekend that's actually going to put up a decent amount of points. I could see it being like a 30-24 game. I think they'll break 50, so I think over 48.5 is a safe bet. The odds on it right now are even, so take that, make some money. That's my over-under, too. I just, yeah, I'll quickly I'll do that, and then Colts money line. Those are my picks. I'll make them quick. I explained before. Colts lock. All right, I'm going to go, like I said, with for my spread i'm gonna go with the bears um even though it's a bigger number the numbers just you know they they win at home and they cover um five and oh in their last five at home nine and one ats in their last 10 games um 
And like I said, I think you know, the Foles rib injury is still somewhat there. Um, one one good smack from Khalil Mack into the into the pavement, and uh, that could change a mindset. Um, mm. So I, I don't I don't think a touchdown is that that crazy. Um, but so I'm taking I'm taking the Bears minus six at Soldier Field, and then for my over under, I'm going to take the uh, over in the Seahawks Cowboys over forty three. Um, I just think Dallas, like you said, plays well at home. Um, I've been going back and forth in this game spread wise, so I, I think it, the over is just going to be the play for me here. Um, Pete Carroll's teams usually at least come to play in the postseason. So um, I expect them to, to do some damage, um, even if it doesn't come out with a win. Love it, love it. Lock those picks in, get those in, make your money. Football season's almost over, and it's going to go back to shitty basketball gambling and Major League Baseball gambling, which are much harder than football. So let's make your money while you can, people. But we're going to move on now. We're going to do our favorite segment, Defend the Wall. Well, my favorite segment, Defend the Wall. Who wants to go first to start off the new year? I'll go first. All right, Sully, A through D. 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 Sully, Clemson will beat Alabama in the national championship. Why do I game. always get these ones that I'm the least knowledgeable with? I think I do this every single week. <laughs> I, I literally, like, I, I am not huge into to college football. It's not. It's no secret, but I, I'll wing it. Um, I mean... It, they, this is. I feel like this happens every year. This this rivalry, aside from last year, um, your Dabo and 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 Saban. You know this is going to be a close game. What's the spread at right now? Five and a half. It five and a half. Six yeah, I'm, well, I'm taking Clemson with the points for for sure. But um, Bam has a great defense. Can they can they stop can they stop Lawrence? I I don't know. This kid is he's a monster. I don't know. He he can run. Like I saw his numbers. On the so one of them said, like we don't care, we just want to keep him in the pocket, and that's and that's true because he's his quarterback rating is like eighty five when he's on the run, like eight touchdowns, no no picks or eight touchdowns, one pick, one or the other. Like this kid Lawrence can single handedly um, deliver them the win. I mean, I know that one of their uh, best defensive linemen for Clemson, I forgot his name, he, he's suspended for that game, but they still have they always have the arguably the best defensive line every year. Um, I think, you know, if it's a close game and they finish with the ball, Lawrence can deliver. But two is healthy, right? Two is two is good to go. Yeah, um, yeah so, I mean, they're going to be the favorites. Alabama's going to be the favorites. But um, it's it, – it's we know it's going to be a close game. We know it's going to be a one-score game. It's Realistically, whoever finishes with the ball at the end of the game very well could do it. I think, I think it'll be a higher-scoring game than – some would think I'd say like 31 28 ish um I don't know yeah I'm no savant when it comes to college football but um I know the Clemson always comes to play Dabo gets his his boys ready to play so I like it so you did a good job for not knowing anything about college football (laughs) (laughs) uh Dave you got A through C uh A A Dave, James Harden's last 10 games is the most impressive stretch of games since Kobe Bryant's nine straight 40-plus point games in 2003. Okay. Dave doesn't like this. 
Yeah, not my favorite. But I, I mean, the numbers he's putting up are, are absolute video game numbers. Um, this guy, one way or another, f- ends up finding a way to get ridiculous numbers on the board, whether it's through a million free throws or travels or whatever it is. But um, it really is truly impressive no matter what when you're putting up triple doubles and stuff with 40 50 points um you know kobe kobe's was was great but he wasn't putting up you know 10 or 12 assists and rebounds along with those those seven 40 point games or whatever it was um so i think you know harden is doing it a little more well-rounded on the offensive end um and you know we know Harden doesn't play defense like kobe but the end today in today's day and age offense is what matters and that's um he's putting on one of the most impressive offensive performances we've ever seen whether you like him or not um so there you go that was not a minute and a half but you know it is what, what it is, is he averaging over the last 10 what is it like 37 yeah he's yeah, something stupid like that. Well, i think it's, it's 40 points plus in four or five straight games yeah, it's actually insane. It's he, he's going for that record, but Sully B or C? B. Sully, the Eagles will repeat as Super Bowl champions. Oh man, I I can do this. It's false. It's Big Dick Nick. I mean, like that. Like I said, the way they utilize players like Alshon Jeffrey, like no, he knows his strengths. He knows how to get him the ball downfield. He knows, like he knows, he has Ertz whenever he wants him as a safety blanket. He's using Aguilar like how he should be on screens, quick throws, getting him on post routes. Um, Tate's getting, you know, this offense is dangerous. And they got Josh Adams and Corey Clement, a nice little do, and trio and Sproles who's scoring and stuff now. So they really they have so many skill position players that they can really. Um, divide the ball equally around and you really can't just they don't have a one stud guy they they just spread the ball around around so well and I mean he threw 470 something yards the other day falls he, he broke a record for Eagles I mean they just it's it's like an exuberance it's a confidence that he instills in this team that you can't really measure um, and you can't really put your finger on it but it's just some aura that he carries around him that the team just has more confidence in him. And they've been there, done that. So, I mean, are they the favorites? No, but if they beat the Bears this weekend, yeah, you, people should be worried because we know they can beat the Rams. They did that already. And then the, the the Cowboys or the Seahawks, they can easily beat them for sure. The one thing in their path would be the New Orleans Saints if they win this weekend. That would be the one big issue because um, they would play them next week, I would believe, right? They're the sixth seed. That, that, that would be the one thing that they would have to get behind. Um, and if they did that, they would they would have the Super Bowl. If they beat the Saints and in going into the conference championship game, the, the Super Bowl would be theirs, basically, in my opinion. So the defense is playing ele- at an elevated level. Um, the back end of the secondary is, is, is shored up. The D-line's still great. Fletcher Cox, um, Bennett, the idiot I hate, but he's been behaving well. He's playing very well. Um, so, you know, you got, you know, who's the other guy? Chris Long. You got a bunch of different bodies on that D-line. When they're getting enough pressure, it definitely takes some pressure off the back into the secondary. So uh, they could do it. Don't don't question don't question him as Dimitri would say. Don't question Big Dick Nick. Yeah, I, for all of our sake, I hope that doesn't come true because I don't want to deal with Dimitri talking about. No, um, I don't either. I I don't want to deal with that at all. I would rather anybody win except the Eagles, honestly. Yeah, no, no one in life, no one needs that many people in Philly. 
on their high horse. No, I mean no. we saw what they did last year. They like ruined their city. Yeah, well, yeah, there we wasn't don't. there wasn't much to ruin. So. <laughs> All right, Dave. Last one's going to you. You're not gonna like it. You're gonna have a horrible time. <sighs> but, Dave, your Yankees—they're not getting another free agent. They are done. Machado, not Harper. Nobody's going. You mean, a, you mean a big one, right? A big one, a big one, right. obviously. Okay, one I was going to say, because they're I'm obviously going to get some people. Machado and Harper. You're not getting either of them. All right, wow, fair this enough. Is great. This is great. Um, at the end of the day, it, it can be argued the Yankees don't necessarily need another free agent. Um, they they went from an ALCS to an ALDS elimination last year, but they, they did improve. They did add Paxton. Um, so their, their pitching staff will improve. You have to assume Gary Sanchez will come back more to normal. Um, and you've got another year of their same performing, you know, studded lineup to begin with. It does not act like, you know, this isn't already a lineup of all-stars. We have, uh, you know, the two runners up for rookie of the year batting eighth and ninth. So, um, it's not exactly like we're, we're, you know, dying for talent in New York. Um, you know. And I could see them being some hiccups. I clearly they're not willing to spend enough money, or in the same amount of money as someone like the Phillies, or even maybe the White Sox in a certain occasion, or maybe it's not the length of years. They're not willing to go ten or eleven years for a Harper or Machado. Um, so I think there are hiccups, and I think the Yankees do have lines in the sand that they will draw, however high they may be, and those they may be enough to get one. But at the end of the day, they do have lines in the sand. So there is. There's certainly a possibility, and you know we kind of you don't like to think about it, but it, to be realistic, it was a possibility coming in this offseason that they didn't get either one um, because of those those reasons. So I think it's it's it surely could be possible that they don't that they don't sign anyone else. Um, you know they they're not going to offer the most money, and they potentially might not offer the most years. So if that's what those guys are looking for, and not for you know the legacy play of the Yankees, then they'll be they won't be coming. Nice, nice. I love to see it, but I do want that scumbag Manny Machado to be on your team so we can play him eighteen times a year. Yeah, me too. So we and can get forty fucking dingers. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I think we'll see a lot more knee buckling, but it's all right. You know, it's all right. Remember, Even- remember, Jones, when we were talking about Stan's home run predictions last year. How'd that go this year? Oh shit. Oh, oh shit, man. I just brought it back. Oh, yeah. oh that um, reminds me about how they gave J.D. Martinez two Silver Slugger Awards and one of your bum-ass outfielders couldn't even win one. How many home runs did Stan hit this year, 37? Uh, yeah. yeah, he had a pretty fucking... 38, I, maybe, yeah, 30. High close. 30s. All my prediction, but my, my prediction, I think, was pretty close. I think I said, like, 41. He batted, like, 280, hit, like, 37, 38. He didn't have a bad had, year like, at all. Just... Over 100 RBIs, I mean... It just he was wasn't so the inopportune home run year. He was just yeah, so he had really up. bad situational hitting this year. He had a fine year. I mean, he had a good year. And he had a very good year. It just take wasn't fucking high thirties home runs, hundred RBIs, and two eighty. I'll take that every year. Yeah, it just I mean, it wasn't it wasn't what people predicted. Really, it wasn't it wasn't fifty. Of course, it wasn't of 60, course. It wasn't he had a you know all time historical season the year before. We're talking yeah. top ten years in baseball history, maybe. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He he definitely had a historic year the year before. I mean, an MVP year, it's going to be kind of hard to top that. But 
Moving on from defending the wall, we are going to just give a little quick prediction what you guys think. I mean, Sully kind of already talked about it. Don't know if he actually believes that Clemson can win that game, but I believe that Clemson can win the College Football National Championship. I think that they're going to give Alabama a real good run for their money. I think it's going to be a points of palooza. I think it's going to be a great game to watch, just like it was last time they played in the National Championship when our man Deshaun Watson shocked the world and walked off with the touchdown to win. I think we're looking at another exciting game like that. It's going to come right down to the wire. What's your guys' take on it? You think Alabama goes undefeated wins, or you think Clemson does? I'm still taking Bama. I know. I think Clemson's a year away with Lawrence. I think he might he might get shook a little bit on that stage. Um, I I don't think the line's enough. I, I'm still taking Bama over with the spread. With the spread. Mm-hmm. Well, jo- well, Jones hates Dabo. You hate Dabo? You hate Dabo? I don't hate, hate him that Dabo. much anymore. He's grown on me. How can you hate Dabo? Come on. Was this the third time they've played in four years in the national championship? Third time. Fourth, fourth year in a row they've played, but third time in the na- in the natty. Yeah, yeah. Just they played in the first year. round of the playoffs last year. Just happens every year. It's crazy. Right, because well, it was them and it was Alabama, Clemson, and Georgia, Oklahoma, right? Yeah. Correct. I don't. I mean, like they're how... just far and away the two best programs in the nation for the last four years. I don't like how the one of the semifinals isn't the Rose Bowl anymore. I don't care for that. Well, it all depends on who who makes the the, the, the playoff. Oh, right, right, right. But it was still it was uh oh no because it's Big Twelve Big Twelve SEC in the Rose Bowl, right? Uh, pa- Big Ten SEC, Big Ten Pac twelve, Pac twelve, Big Ten Pac twelve. Oh, I'm thinking the Sugar Bowl. I'm thinking Sugar Bowl. Yeah, is, Sugar is, is Big SEC. 12 SEC. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Texas just played in. <laughs> I'm thinking of the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, but no, I think it'll be. I think that'll be a good game, though. You know, college football. Sad it's over. Only got two games left. You got the FCS and then the FBS national championship. So, sad bowl season's over. We say goodbye to it. Hell of a run, though. On. Hell of a run. There were some really good bowl games. I think the um, some of the names was the best part of the bowl games. Yeah, I'm just glad like, Evan Meyer's gone. Yeah, well. That guy grinds my gears, boy. Don't be so sure. That USC job is going to open up next year. Oh, he's going to be. Oh, that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Or the or oh, the I, Notre I Dame job. It. Imagine if he went to Notre Dame. My oh, uh, then I'd oh, have to God. hate him. I don't. I don't. If he went to Notre Dame. Which I could, if Brian how, Kelly leaves. I don't understand how people can like Urban Meyer. Like, he's just a scumbag, in my opinion. Like, 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 he doesn't really show remorse for the thing. Like, yeah, like, he, he clearly knew he didn't do the ro- proper thing. I'm not going to kill him over it, but, like, he's he's squeal, squealing out of this. We know he's going to come back for the USG job, whatever job it is. He always says this. He always says it's his health. And, and like, it's really, and then, and then a year later, he, like, what is your health fantastic now? It's like stop bullshitting us. Just say, just, just say you're being a coward. Say you're trying to. You don't want to deal with this program anymore. You don't want to deal with the controversy. You want to simmer off. Like, obviously he's not going to say that, but we know he's going to do it. So I'm just. His wife really doesn't want him to, but she, she and a lot of players think he's going to coach again, including Tebow. 
I mean, he's not that old. He's 54. It's like you're not 84 dying on your deathbed. Like, I understand people have health problems, but, like, you're not 84. You're 54. Like, yeah. like what yeah. Like what are his Saban's like are... 87. He looks like he's 20. Like, Joe Pa, Joe pa who, he, who does not have a good record himself either, if we're being fair at all, or worse, but he, you know, I mean, he coached till he was, like, 90 he, or whatever, till he died, basically. He was, like, 80-something. I mean... Yeah, he was also a pretty trash coach those last few years. Yeah. yeah he, well, I mean, yeah, but he went, into, he went into his 80s. I mean, I mean, like, like talk about how He was 84, 85? Yeah, something like that. Talk about this. I mean, he looked like he was, not, he looked like he was 105, but... I mean, let's be real. He also had some pretty crazy stress in his life that didn't help anything those last five years. I think he committed suicide. I think he committed like assisted suicide. Uh, that's a hot take, but <laughs> that's, that's a, I can't that's go behind that, Dave. Take, Dave, I don't know. <laughs> that came way out of left field. No, I'm I'm running with it. Like I've always I've always had that feeling. I think he just took like yeah. I'm, oh, I'm done with this. I'm taking eighty Tylenol. Tylenol. <laughs> Would that kill you? I don't, know. I don't know. The dude goes from fucking coaching football to dead in like three weeks. What the fuck are we talking about? Like, of course yeah, something it was like, happened. Well, it was like two or three months, right? It was like yeah, a like what, yeah, he didn't bad. just fucking die of natural causes like in, in a week. What did they say? He said they said it was natural causes. Yeah, yeah. He died peacefully at his home. Yeah, peacefully with fucking bunch of pills and that and, last and pedophiles. Really yeah, got him. I, no, I mean, maybe it was just stress. Or... Maybe he had like a silent heart attack or something. But like, it, it, he... it, 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 the stress, I'm sure, something, the guilt, stress, whatever. I feel I always liked the guy. I always had a soft spot for him. Then the thing came out, and I just, oh, it was just awful. That whole situation was terrible, and it really just was an awful way to go out. It yeah. was, it really it was. was. That was definitely a legacy. That was awful. Winner, but... They vacated all his wins, didn't they? Uh, a lot of them. I don't know if all of them, but a lot of them. Like he was no longer the winningest coach. In they took college. down a Correct. statue. Correct. They took down a statue. Just crazy. Just a wild, wild move. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, part of me was like it was the right thing to do, and part of me is like, no, he was like a legend. But I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a little of a. We'll never yeah. know the fucking real truth either. Like we'll never yeah, know exactly so what much, happened. There's so much yeah, there's so much shit. Like, he definitely, we just know he fucked up. We know that. Yeah, he's sure. definitely definitely did some f- wrong shit, but we'll never know, like, the real true story of, like, yeah. the timeline and what what it, he exactly he told every person. And, like, you know, clearly there was a chink in the chain at some point. But, you know, he certainly was not innocent. And he arguably could have been in jail if he was still alive. Yeah. 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 Definitely. But moving on again, we got a couple more things to get through. Real quick, just want to shout out one of my favorite fighters in the world, Johnny Bones Jones, for coming back and getting that light heavyweight championship. Knocked Alexander Gustafson out in the third round by technical knockout. Just got him down. You know, really bought his time, fought a really great fight. Finally landed a takedown after three or four kind of half attempts. Kind of went for it and backed off. Finally took Gustafson down. Just took his back and then just pounded the shit out of him on the ground and ended up stopping the third round. And another thing I would be remiss if I didn't say is Amanda Nunes is the baddest bitch on the planet. She went in against a woman who had never 
even really been knocked down in the UFC and knocked her the fuck out in the first round. First 51 seconds in the fight, just landed. She must have landed 60 shots in the first minute of the fight. It was insane. I've never seen anything like it. It was it was abs- an absolute beatdown. Yeah, she came out fucking swinging. Yeah, and it was just like... Was she tested? I, she, I saw the highlights. She must have been on something. She was going ape shit. I've never... When she stepped into the octagon, I was like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, Cyborg... You really fucked up making this fight happen. I'm like, I'm not. I don't keep up crazy with UFC or women's UFC for that matter. But yeah, she looked like. Uh, I mean, I don't. This was pretty much a fight for. It was gonna be. We weren't gonna have. We were either gonna have the first women's double champ, or we were gonna have one of them was leaving, being called the greatest woman fighter of all time, and then it happened that one of them did, and she also left the first women's double champ of all time. Like, insane. And then. But that was an, a crazy fight. I was mind blown. And then Jones Gustafson came out, and that was even better. That was honestly one of the better fights I've seen in a long time, too. So, what was the whole deal with him testing positive? Did he test so, positive again? No, no, he didn't test positive again. So he had this trace amount of the same thing that he tested positive for, which they basically rescinded his suspension and gave him time served, which was why he was able to come back after October. They finally, like, did all their testing. They figured it out that it was not they, – they ruled that it wasn't something that he took, like, volunta- not voluntarily but intentionally, and it was nothing that gave him a performance-enhancing – How how can you figure out if he took it voluntarily or not, though? They think it was – a t- they tested it. It took them years. They used I know all it was, like, a really small amount or something, but how – like, I just don't understand so, like, how the, – how the, amount, the amount that was in it, if you took a grain of salt – and divided that grain of salt by 50 million, yeah, he had one of those 50 million in him. Like that's it's what, a, that's it's what Neville said. Yeah, insanely that's, small amount, and it's like they think it could have been. They think it was a tainted supplement, basically, because after his first suspension, I guess like he, his team had been working very, very closely with the anti-doping, the USADA, and they had been getting everything they had been giving him checked. They had been getting everything approved by them. So this whole suspension after he beat Cormier back last July, or two Julys ago now, 2017, but after when he got suspended from that was like a big thing. Like he genuinely was like, okay, like I did not do anything. Like I should not be suspended, and that's why they basically gave him like time served in October when he had his finally had his hearing and he had the arbitration and everything, and was able to come back. And unfortunately, Nevada. The Nevada uh, State Athletic Commission wouldn't allow the fight to happen until they had a hearing on it, and there were people that were already gone for the holidays and stuff like that, so they couldn't have the hearing until January, and luckily the California State Athletic Commission allowed them to have the fight because of these independent labs saying that this was not a performance-enhancing drug, it was not something he took intentionally, there's nothing wrong, Gustafson still agreed to the fight. So there was nothing like there was no reason to not have the fight, and I mean, uh, luckily California jumped on it, and we didn't lose that fight because that would have been devastating for the UFC. Well, that was very well said, Thomas. Thank you for putting that so eloquently. Neville put that similarly echoed some of those same sentiments in it, and you know that sounds very believable and understandable. But it's just like it's just like with these guys like Josh Gordon and John Jones, it's like you feel like they have all the talent in the world, and it's feel like it's hard to give them the benefit of the doubt when it's like it always seems it like is. they're fucking up. It's it hard. Is, it, it's like it, it it's sucks. like 
and that makes complete sense. And I would be so pissed if it was him. And like that is true. And he didn't. And it's such a small amount. It's like you know, it wouldn't. It doesn't seem like it could possibly be, you know, like like he was actually doping. But it's just like it's just hard to give those guys the benefit of the doubt when it's like they just seem like they just never get it. Like when they're when they say things, they speak. They it just seems like. They're still not, they're still, you know, dabbling in whatever it is, pot or this. They're just like, they just can't be fully clean. And it's like sad. It's like, but like John Jones, like he's like the best, he's like the best ever. Like he's just, oh yeah, he's insane. Like, it's like you, you put your house, you put your mortgage on it. He's going to win. Like, it's not a debate. Like, it's like, it's crazy. It's just like, and he's, it was great after the fight too. I saw a video today that the UFC put out on Instagram that it was like, um, the two of them shaking hands after. And Jones said to Gustafson, he's like, you're not going anywhere. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. And then Gustafson said to Jones, he's like, you're literally you're the greatest to ever do it. He's like, congrats, like, you got me. You're the greatest to ever do it. Like, keep going. Yeah. And what I was, mean, what was the betting on that? Oh, Jones was like a minus 275 favorite. Honestly, that's still good odds. I wish I Yeah, I thought that. it would have been more. Well, it's only because last time it was a rematch and last time they fought, they went to decision. That's the only reason he wasn't minus six, seven hundred. Yeah, but, but like still, it's such a sure thing. It's like probably the surest thing in sports. Yeah. Oh, it definitely is. I mean, you can. It doesn't matter who he fights next. He's going to win. And he hasn't lost, right? He hasn't lost. He's lost once by disqualification because he threw a twelve to six elbow. Yeah. Which was, it, yeah he literally it. he beat the shit out of a guy for an entire fight, and who then was it? he got disqual. Um, Matt. Matt Hamill. Might have been his name, Matt something. I can't. He's yeah, so irrelevant. Like the other, the, the, it was the no other guy one. didn't even feel like he won. No, it was no one. And I mean, after the after the fight, Dana White said that um, whoever the whoever the ref was was the worst referee on the planet, and he would never work for the UFC again. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that's a tough one. You hate to yeah. see that. He honestly, when he got uh, when he got disqualified, that was like it's stupid. And so he has bet, one. So people lost the bets on that, right? Yes. Wow, so that's that's rough. So he's never he's never been stopped. He's never been he's beat. He's never lost. He has, he has due one to an D, opponent. He has one DQ and one no contest for testing positive for the same thing that just happened after he beat Cormier for the light heavyweight championship. Gotcha. Which he called out Cormier and basically said, "Hey, you've been calling yourself the the champ champ." But you never actually beat me for the light heavyweight, so how about you come prove that you're the double champ and fight me again before you retire? But Cormier is not going to do it because he doesn't want to get kicked in the side of the head and knocked the fuck out again. He doesn't. Cormier do just it. looks so flabby and like he obviously is his his technique and everything. He's like he's very skilled, but it's just like I mean the two bodies couldn't be differently. It's he like, won't he won't fight John at light heavyweight. If anything, he'll fight John for the heavyweight. That's the only way it's going to happen. I do not see Cormier cutting down, but John had a great weight cut. He came in at 204 and, like, confidently came in at 204. So, I mean, he he's he's feeling real good about the weight cut down to get under what's, 205. What's the weight class, 205? 205. Yeah. So, I mean, you come in the full pound under, and he was everyone was saying he was so confident all week. Like, How he didn't seem worried about it all. 6'4", six, 6'5". Yeah, and his his span is like what? He's got like a 78. He's got a 78 inch reach. Oh no, an 81 inch reach, I believe. Jesus. Yeah, so that's like. Yeah, dude, he's he's like insane. 11. He's insane. But you know, it was a great year for the UFC. 
plenty of big fights. Next year is going to be even better. I can't it wait. Was, it I, was a really good year. I, I mean, I love it. I mean, once they figure out the, this Conor McGregor, um, Habib suspensions with the Nevada Athletic uh, State Athletic Commission, they figure that out. You know, they'll see how long they're going to be suspended there. But they'll still I don't be able think to it'll fight. Be long. Hopefully, they'll it's still just be not. able to fight in in New York and California. They'll could do it in Canada. They'll be able to fight somewhere else. But you know, you want to put those fights in Vegas. They try and put Conor in Vegas anytime they can. So. We'll see what comes of that because he's got four more fights on his contract. So, you know, Dana White's really itching to put him back out Dana there. Dana loves him. Oh, yeah, loves him. But we are going to move on to Sully's favorite segment. We're going to close out the show with today in sports history. It's been a while. We didn't do it last week without you, Sully. It just didn't feel right. We've only got uh, six questions this week. Light, light time of year, and they're kind of weird ones. But we're going to start off. In 2016, this Chicago Bull broke Michael Jordan's record for points and a half, scoring 40 of his 42 points in the second half to lead the Bulls in a 115-113 victory over the Toronto Raptors. Ben Gordon. No. What Dwayne year was this? 2000, no, 2016. 2016? Oh, um... Zach Levine. No, no, they didn't have him yet. They didn't not have Derek Rose. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Yep. Oh, duh. That was such a... Wow. In 1957, this player announced his retirement rather than be traded to, at the time, the New York Giants. Jackie Robinson. Yes. Wow. I knew he retired Uh-oh. in 57. Uh-oh, so... Okay. In 2007... This Super Bowl coach, this multi-time Super Bowl winning coach, announced his retirement. Coward. Mike yep. Shanahan. Damn. Uh, Shanahan coached after that. <laughs> In 1996, this coach from the AFC East announced his retirement. Bill Belichick. No. What? Bill Parcells. I don't know. Cause he, well, no, not his retirement technically, but he... he yeah, yeah. Parcells Wrong. retired and then unretired. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong teams. <laughs> Um, from the from from the NFL, Buddy Ryan, I mean, AFC East. Uh, uh, he coached one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Appeared in an Adam Sandler movie. Right. Uh, fuck, Bob Barker. <laughs> no, not Adam Sandler. Not Adam Sandler. Sorry, Jim Carrey. He was in a Jim Carrey movie that took place in oh, no Jim Carrey movie. This southern state. Jimmy Johnson. No. Damn what? I thought Let that was coach. it. What what he, coach? I'm he, I'm trying to think. It wasn't a jet, obviously. We didn't have any good quarterbacks. He coached for a team in a warm climate. Don Shula. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <Wow>. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, that too, and I figured that was too way too late for him. All right, I just tied it up. It's dotted up. It is dotted up, and this is the last question. Turns out there was only five. Okay. Oh, this is kind of weird to phrase. Huh. Okay. So in 1993, this right fielder was elected to the Hall of Fame in baseball. Tony Gwynn. No, that's too late. You're no. still playing. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, nope. Played in the American League. A weird time. Um, Ken Griffey Sr. No. No, he's not a Hall of Famer. Um, Bobby Bonds. 
Nope. I'm trying to think. That means he probably finished in 88. That was his last year. He was definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's a well-known guy. Pete Rose. Oh, yes. Nope. Reggie Jackson. Amer- American Reggie League. Jackson, you got Damn. it. Damn. Let's go. What's you got so- it. I couldn't, I couldn't say any other thing to give it away because it would have just, it would have given it right away. It would have given it right away for Dave, and I didn't want to cheat. Sully just taking the win. Wow. First week of the new back. year. After First. The, the Jimmy Butler. Yeah, down 2-0, and he just, uh, he comes back. But. That is going to do it for us. Dave, hit him with those handles. Oh, on Facebook, we got at Bleacher Fan Sports. On Twitter, at Bleacher underscore fan. And Instagram, at Bleacher Fan. Thank you, Dave. Guys, it's been a great episode. It's going to be another great year. We're coming up on the one-year anniversary of this podcast pretty soon. I'm coming up on my one year of being with Bleacher Fan. Couldn't be happier to be here. Couldn't be happier to be hosting this podcast and be on it with you guys. We look forward to giving you another year of great content. We will see you all next week. Peace. See ya. But, uh, that's, that's, uh, I can't that's go behind that, that dude. Dave, I, I came way out of left field. No, I'm, I'm running with it. Like I've always I've always had that feeling. I think he just took like, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm done with this. I'm taking 80 Tylenol. 80 Tylenol. <laughs> Would that kill you? I don't, I don't know. The dude goes from fucking coaching football to dead in like three weeks. What the fuck are we talking about? Like, of course yeah, something like, happened. Well, it was like two or three months, right? It was like yeah, a like what, yeah, he didn't bad. just fucking die of natural causes like in, in a week. What did they say? He said they said it was natural causes. Yeah. Yeah. He died peacefully at his home. Yeah, peacefully with fucking bunch of pills and that and, last and pedophiles. Really yeah. Got him. I, no, I mean, maybe it was just stress. Or... Maybe he had, like, a silent heart attack or something, but, like... It, it, he... it, 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 the stress, I'm sure, something, the guilt, stress, whatever. I feel I always liked the guy. I always had a soft spot for him, and then the thing came out, and I just... Oh, it was just awful. That whole situation was terrible, and it really just was an awful way to go out. It yeah. was. It really it was. was. That was definitely a legacy that was awful. Winner, but... They vacated all his wins, didn't they? Uh, a lot of them. I don't know if all of them, but a lot of them. Like he was no longer the winningest coach in. They took college. down his Correct. statue. Correct. They took down his statue. Just crazy. Just a wild, wild move. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, part of me was like it was the right thing to do, and part of me is like, no, he was like a legend. But I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a little of a. We'll never thing. know the fucking real truth either. Like we'll never yeah, know exactly so what much, happened. There's so much. Yeah, there's so much shit. Like, he definitely, we just know he fucked up. We know that. Yeah, he's sure. definitely definitely did some f- wrong shit, but we'll never know, like, the real true story of, like, yeah. the timeline and what what it, he exactly he told every person. And, like, you know, clearly there was a chink in the chain at some point. But, you know, he certainly was not innocent. And he arguably could have been in jail if he was still alive. Yeah. 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 Definitely. But, moving on again, we got a couple more things to get through. Real quick, just want to shout out one of my favorite fighters in the world, Johnny Bones Jones, for coming back and getting that light heavyweight championship. Knocked Alexander Gustafson out in the third round by technical knockout. Just got him down. You know, really bought his time, fought a really great fight. 
finally landed a takedown after three or four kind of half attempts. Kind of went for it and backed off. Finally took Gustafson down. Just took his back and then just pounded the shit out of him on the ground and ended up stopping the third round. And another thing I would be remiss if I didn't say is Amanda Nunes is the baddest bitch on the planet. She went in against a woman who had never even really been knocked down in the UFC and knocked her the fuck out in the first round. First 51 seconds in the fight, just landed. She must have landed 60 shots in the first minute of the fight. It was insane. I've never seen anything like it. It was it was abs- an absolute beatdown. Yeah, she came out fucking swinging. Yeah, and it was just like... Was she tested? I, she, I saw the highlights. She must have been on something. She was going apeshit. I've never... When she stepped into the octagon, I was like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, Cyborg... You really fucked up making this fight happen. I'm like, I'm not. I don't keep up crazy with UFC or women's UFC for that matter. But yeah, she looked like. Uh, I mean, I don't. This was pretty much a fight for. It was gonna be. We weren't gonna have. We were either gonna have the first women's double champ, or we were gonna have one of them was leaving, being called the greatest woman fighter of all time, and then it happened that one of them did, and she also left the first women's double champ of all time. Like, insane. And then. That was an, a crazy fight. I was mind blown. And then Jones Gustafson came out, and that was even better. That was honestly one of the better fights I've seen in a long time, too. So, what was the whole deal with him testing positive? Did he test so, positive again? No, no, he didn't test positive again. So he had this trace amount of the same thing that he tested positive for, which they basically rescinded his suspension and gave him time served, which was why he was able to come back after October. They finally, like, did all their testing. They figured it out that it was not they, – they ruled that it wasn't something that he took, like, volunta- not voluntarily but intentionally, and it was nothing that gave him a performance-enhancing how, – How can you figure out if he took it voluntarily or not, though? They think it was – a. T- they tested it. It took them years. They used I know all it was, like, a really small amount sports. or something, but how – like, I just don't understand so, how – the, the, can- the amount that was in it, if you took a grain of salt – and divided that grain of salt by 50 million, yeah, he had one of those 50 million in him. Like That's, it's what, a, that's it's what Neville said. It's an insanely yeah. small amount, and it's like they think it could have been – they think it was a tainted supplement basically because after his first suspension, I guess like he, his team had been working very, very closely with the anti-doping, the USADA, and they had been getting everything they had been giving him checked. They had been getting everything approved by them. So this whole suspension after he beat Cormier back last July, or two Julys ago now, 2017. But after when he got suspended from that was like a big thing. Like he genuinely was like, okay, like I did not do anything. Like I should not be suspended. And that's why they basically gave him like time served in October when he had his finally had his hearing and he had the arbitration and everything and was able to come back. And unfortunately, Nevada. The Nevada uh, State Athletic Commission wouldn't allow the fight to happen until they had a hearing on it. And there were people that were already gone for the holidays and stuff like that. So they couldn't have the hearing until January. And luckily, the California State Athletic Commission allowed them to have the fight because of these independent labs saying that this was not a performance-enhancing drug. It was not something he took intentionally. There's nothing wrong. Gustafson still agreed to the fight. So there was nothing, like, there was no reason to not have the fight. And, I mean, uh, luckily, California jumped on it. 
and we didn't lose that fight because that would have been devastating for the UFC. Well, that was very well said, Thomas. Thank you for putting that so eloquently. Neville put that similarly, echoed some of those same sentiments in it. And, you know, that sounds very believable and understandable. But it's just like it's just like with these guys like Josh Gordon and John Jones. It's like you feel like they have all the talent in the world, and it's feel like it's hard to give them the benefit of the doubt when it's like it always seems it like is. they're fucking up. It's it hard. Is, it, it's like it, it it's sucks. like, and it makes complete sense. And I would be so pissed if it was him. And like that is true, and he didn't. And it's such a small amount. It's like you know, it wouldn't. It doesn't seem like it could possibly be, you know, like like he was actually doping. But it's just like it's just hard to give those guys the benefit of the doubt when it's like. They just seem like they just never get it. Like when they're when they say things, they speak. They it just seems like they're still not. They're still you know dabbling in whatever it is, pot or this. They're just like they just can't be fully clean, and it's like sad. It's like but like John Jones, like he's like the best. He's like the best ever. Like he's just oh yeah, he's insane. Like it's like you you put your house, you put your mortgage on it. He's gonna win. Like it's not a debate. Like it's like. It's crazy. It's just like and he's... it was great after the fight too. I saw a video today that the UFC put out on Instagram that it was like um the two of them shaking hands after and Jones said to Gustafson he's like you're not going anywhere and he's like yeah, I'm not going anywhere. And then Gustafson said to Jones he's like you're literally you're the greatest to ever do it. He's like congrats like you got me. You're the greatest to ever do it. Like keep going. Yeah. And what I was, mean what was the betting on that? Oh, Jones was like a minus 275. Favorite. Honestly, that's still good odds. I wish. I yeah, I thought that. it would have been more. Well, it's only because last time it was a rematch, and last time they fought, they went to decision. That's the only reason he wasn't minus six, seven hundred. Yeah, but, but like, still, it's such a sure thing. It's like probably the surest thing in sports. Yeah. Oh, it definitely is. I mean, you can. It doesn't matter who he fights next. He's going to win. Like he hasn't lost, right? He hasn't lost. He's lost once by disqualification because he threw a twelve to six elbow. Yeah, Which was, it, yes, he literally it. he beat the shit out of a guy for an entire fight, and Who then he got this squall. Um, Matt, Matt Hamill might have been his name. Matt something. I can't. He's yeah, so irrelevant. Like the other, the, it was the no other guy one. didn't even feel like he won. No, it was no one. And I mean, after the after the fight, Dana White said that um, whoever the whoever the ref was was the worst referee on the planet, and he would never work for the UFC again. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh, that's a tough one. You hate to yeah. see that. He honestly, when he got uh, when he got disqualified, that was like it's stupid. And so he has bet, one. So people lost the bets on that, right? Yes. Wow. So that's that's rough. So he's never he's never been stopped. He's never been he's beat. He's never lost. He has, he has due one to an D, opponent. He has one DQ and one no contest for testing positive for the same thing that just happened after he beat Cormier for the light heavyweight championship. Gotcha. Which. He called out Cormier and basically said, hey, you've been calling yourself the, the champ champ, but you never actually beat me for the light heavyweight, so how about you come prove that you're the double champ and fight me again before you retire? But Cormier is not going to do it because he doesn't want to get kicked in the side of the head and knock the fuck out again. He doesn't Cormier really do just it. looks so flabby and like he obviously is... His, his technique and everything, he's like, he's very skilled, but it's just like, I mean, the two bodies couldn't be differently. It's he like, won't, he won't fight John at light heavyweight. If anything, he'll fight John for the heavyweight. That's the only way it's going to happen. I do not see Cormier cutting down, but John had a great weight cut. He came in at 204 and like confidently came in at 204. So, I mean, he, he's, he's feeling real good about the weight cut down to get under what's, 205. What's the weight class? 205? 205. 
So, I mean, you come in the full pound under, and he was – everyone was saying he was so confident all week. Like, he How didn't seem worried about it all. Six, four, six, five. Yeah, and his his span is like what, he's got like a seventy eight. He's got a seventy eight inch reach. Oh no, an eighty one inch reach, I believe. Jesus. Yeah, so that's like. Yeah, dude, he's he's like insane. Eleven. He's insane, but you know, it was a great year for the UFC. Plenty of big fights. Next year is going to be even better. I can't it wait. Was, it I, was a really good year. I, I mean, I love it. I mean, once they figure out the, this Conor McGregor um, Habib suspensions with the Nevada Athletic uh, State Athletic Commission, they figure that out. You know, they'll see how long they're going to be suspended there. But they'll still I don't be able think to it'll fight. Be long. Hopefully, they'll it's still just be not. able to fight in in New York and California. They'll could do it in Canada. They'll be able to fight somewhere else. But you know, you want to put those fights in Vegas. They try and put Connor in Vegas anytime they can. So we'll see what comes of that because he's got four more fights on his contract. So you know, Dana White's really itching to put him back out Dana there. Dana loves him. Oh yeah, loves him. But we are going to move on to Sully's favorite segment. We're going to close out the show with. Today in sports history, it's been a while. We didn't do it last week without you, so it just didn't feel right. We've only got uh, six questions this week. Light, light time of year, and they're kind of weird ones. But we're going to start off. In 2016, this Chicago Bull broke Michael Jordan's record for points and a half, scoring 40 of his 42 points in the second half to lead the Bulls in a 115-113 victory over the Toronto Raptors. Ben Gordon. No. What Dwayne year Wade? is this? 2000, no, 2016. 2016? Oh, um... Zach Levine. No. no. I didn't have him yet. They didn't Not have Derek Rose. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, yep. Oh, duh. That was such a... Wow. In 1957, this player announced his retirement rather than be traded to, at the time, the New York Giants. Jackie Robinson. Yes. Wow. I knew he retired Uh-oh. in 57. Uh-oh, so. Okay, in 2007, this Super Bowl coach, this multi-time Super Bowl winning coach, announced his retirement. Coward. Mike Shanahan. Yep. Damn. Uh, Shanahan coached after that. <laughs> in 1996, this coach from the AFC East announced his retirement. Bill Belichick. No. What? Bill Parcells. I don't know, because he... Well, no, not his retirement, technically, but he... he yeah, yeah. Parcells Wrong. retired and then unretired. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong teams. Um, from the... From, from the NL, Buddy Ryan. I mean, AFC East. Uh, uh, he coached one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Appeared in an Adam Sandler movie. Uh, fuck. Bob Barker. <laughs> no, not Adam Sandler. Not Adam Sandler. Sorry, Jim Carrey. He was in a Jim Carrey movie that took place in... Oh, no Jim Carrey movie. ...this southern state. Jimmy Johnson. No. Damn, what? I thought what that was coach? it. What, what <laughs> coach? I'm, I'm trying to think. It wasn't a Jet, obviously. We didn't have any good quarterbacks. He coached for a team in a warm climate. Don Chula. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say uh, that too, and I figured that was too way too late for him. All right, I just last, dotted up. It's dotted up. It is dotted up, and this is the last question. Turns out there was only five. Okay. Oh, this is kind of weird to phrase. Huh. Okay. 
1993, this right fielder was elected to the Hall of Fame in baseball. Tony Gwynn. No, that's too late. You're no. still playing. Hank Aaron. Uh, nope. Played in the American League. It's a weird time. Um, Ken Griffey Sr. No. No, he's not a Hall of Famer. Um, Bobby Bonds. Nope. I'm trying to think. He, I mean, that means he probably finished in 88. That was his last year. He was definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's a well-known guy. Pete yeah, Rose. Oh, yes. Nope. Reggie, no, Jackson. Amer- Reggie Jackson, you got Damn. it. Damn, let's go. What's you got so- it. I couldn't. Oh. I couldn't say any other thing to give it away because it would have just. It would have given it right away. It would have given it right away for Dave, and I didn't want to cheat. Sully just taking the win. Wow. First week Who of the new that? year. Well, First, the, the Jimmy Butler. Yeah, down 2-0, and he just uh, he comes back. But that is gonna do it for us. Dave hit him with those handles. Oh, on Facebook, we got at Bleacher Fan Sports. On Twitter, at Bleacher underscore fan. And Instagram, at Bleacher Fan. Thank you, Dave. Guys, it's been a great episode. It's going to be another great year. We're coming up on the one-year anniversary of this podcast pretty soon. I'm coming up on my one year of being with Bleacher Fan. Couldn't be happier to be here. Couldn't be happier to be hosting this podcast and be on it with you guys. We look forward to giving you another year of great content. We will see you all next week. Peace. See ya.